It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. All right, everyone. It's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Call here for you. It is the start of week one. Uh, Ryan and I are going to make our picks for week one. Uh, who we think is going to win, some of the betting tips that you might want to go. Also, let's let's talk about uh, TNF, the first game of the season. Oh what a God. great game. Listen, if you ever had any doubt of like when people say, what's the best sport in the world? It's it's American football, obviously. Yeah. I, I, you would never hear like, That game was, so, that would be like one of the top five games of the year, I'd say. And if we started with it, it was incredible. It was like everyone who's watching at one point was like, God damn, Brady's still good. Like, he was so good. He was so good. Dak was incredible. Um, it was just a great night of football. It was unbelievable. The crowd was awesome. Yeah. Um, ups and downs. It was fantastic. I loved every second of it. I think, you know, for me watching, that was the best I've seen Tom Brady play in ages. I mean, he just, he was, the one thing I did see, and I sort of mentioned it before the podcast, there was a lot of drop balls. You know, the, the Buccaneers dropped a lot. There was a lot of them. Some of them were a little low, but, you know, you should have had them. Gronk made a few good one-handed, but, I mean, those balls were dropped. Tom Brady and the balls that were dropped, the the turnovers happened, you know, in bad territory, which gave good positioning. So, to me, the Bucks were playing phenomenal. Dallas capitalized on the fact that they were left in bad in good positioning. Um, and the two Brady picks weren't even really they weren't even picks. One was a tip, and one was a hail mary, and one was a drop by yeah. Fournette. So he pretty much played flawless. He did that deep ball to well, Fournette basically bobbled in the air, volleyballed it to Godwin, who dropped that pretty yeah. much for sure touchdown right in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it was there was a couple of things that I, I enjoyed uh, immensely um, benching Gronkowski and. Antonio Brown in our league. In your fantasy? In, in our league for week one. But week one's a feeler, right? I didn't yeah, know what Gronk's going to be. You can be. never do. And, I, and you know what we're talking to? But Antonio Brown now looks like he's just going to be one of those guys. Like, he's their third receiver. Who's going to be yeah. there? Like, who do you put on who? You're always going to be exposed. Like, that's yeah. that's why they're so good. Plus, they got that Speedy Miller kid, too. He, he opens up. The, the Bucks look good. Their defense look fantastic. Um, Dallas, look, Dak... Uh, Dak was awesome. He was good. He was able to move the ball. He was clutch when they needed it. He was able to find Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper played well. Amari Cooper was excellent. C.D. Lamb was great. He had that one big play called back. The thing is, they they just, again, all the hard knocks. is like, look how ripped Zeke is. Just the complete abandonment of any sort of running game. Your best player. One of your best players. Probably not your best anymore. How can you just sit him there? Again, it's classic Mike McCarthy, right? Mike McCarthy... Is such a bad coach. He is. Tell such, us how you really. He feel. just like <laughs> that play where he didn't go. Yeah. Um, for for a touchdown, he took the field, field goal, goal at the two. Yeah. Right. How many times do teams have to play Tom Brady to realize? Hey, maybe I'll need a touchdown. Yeah, we might need a little cushion here for the cushion. It's push-in. just like there's 22 years of evidence. Yeah. That says you go for the f- touchdown. You were playing incredible. You have Dak. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Once that happened, I was like, it's over. Yeah. I. I Put my hands in the air and I said, Michael Gardner should be fired immediately. He's a bad coach. He's going to be gone after this year. And even if they somehow squeeze into the playoffs, he is the worst clock manager. He's yeah. going to blow it for you. Um, I have no, just like Bill O'Brien, I railed on him. Yeah. All, I'm going to do the same to McCarthy this year. He's the well, worst. Well, McCarthy, and, and look, uh, given Brady a minute left on the clock, you might as well just give him your wife, you know, because <laughs> it's all over. It's all. Well, again, yeah. Yeah. Zerloin missing field goals. Yeah. Right. It was just, um, yeah, it was. 
They, they, you know, the, the running game, you know, it's difficult to establish a running game with a team like Tampa anyway because they are so fast. Their defense really showed. I mean, the only thing that, that t- Tampa did show is the weaknesses is, is some holes in the secondary. Where well, they lost uh, that bunting. Yeah, that I mean, bunting there's guy. got some holes there, but great way to start. But neither, great. neither team ran. That's the one thing I noticed. It's like, is this the new era of the NFL where just the complete abandonment of, of the of the Well, rushing. I mean, you look Someone's going to win the rushing title with like 800 yards. An interesting thing for me, I think is a real person that's going to develop, is Giovanni Bernard. He's a very smart guy. He was always good at yeah. taking the option. And now, you know, when you see him playing with Brady. He played. He only played like almost like in the last drive. He was pretty... He, he was up... He was... They it, use him on certain downs. Like Fournette was terrible. Yeah. Ronald Jones had that big fumble and you never yeah. saw him again. Yeah, Bernard could be that James White. Uh, with yeah. That little guy for Tom Brady. Little guy. weapon. Because you saw that game, how, yeah. how often he threw to Fournette. Yeah. Fournette's... Not a good pass catcher. So I think you're going to see a bit of Giovanni Bernard. Look for him on the waiver wires. Well, the funny thing was, they did mention uh, when I was watching the game that, you know, Bernard, or sorry, that uh, Fournette in practice had caught everything. And then that first pass he gets thrown, he drops it. Um, look, the Bucks, good way for them to start the season. Good win to get it going. Dallas, look, um, you know, you, you take comfort. It was You still put up a lot of points. It was a close game. You, yeah. only, you only lost by a field Everyone goal. Everyone thought you were going to get blown out. Yeah, and, and, you know, in the last two minutes, they start coming back. And, you know, they capitalized on – they made took good advantage of some bad plays by the Bucs. And that's a good thing. So, good game. Great way to start at the and season. And it's so much more enjoyable to watch Tom Brady dominate when he's not in your division. Yeah. That is the one thing I've come to, to really... I'm like sitting there during the game being like, you know, this Tom Brady's not yeah, that bad. he's not bad. He's pretty good. Where for 22 years, I'm like, he's so overrated, even though deep down I knew. Yeah. That, um, well, it's also fantasy because, I mean, I never... Technically, I never usually like to take the Thursday night games because they're generally lower scoring. The first game of the season is usually lower scoring. People are trying to figure each other out. And our friend Claire, who's in the B-League with us, I had said, uh, she's like, should I play Tom Brady? I'm like, no, I would I would fade Brady. Don't take a Thursday night game. And he put up like 28 points. Yeah. So um, let's take a look at some of the games. Ryan and I are going to make our picks and predictions. Uh, going through last season, Ryan finished 48.8%, correct? No, oh, you know what? That's not considering some of the weeks I had. I That's pushed it back almost up to 50. I finished 55.4%, which isn't bad, but not as good as the season I had before. I wonder what is the bookie average? Around 50. 50 to 55. Okay. In Las Vegas. Well, that, that doesn't bode well to being like um, considered like a, a really good prognosticator if you're as good as me who just wings it. Well, I mean, look at it. <laughs> Every week. You're like 6% better If you can hit me. in the 55%, it's pretty good right. in Vegas. All right. But nobody wants... Nobody wants a bookie who gets it right all the time because then you're going to lose some money. You're Challenge gonna lose money. accepted. Challenge accepted. 55%. I'm 55. aiming for it this year. Ryan's game for 55%. Let's start with his game then. We're going to start with Pittsburgh. Ooh. At Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, six and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, the line in this one is 48 points. It's in Buffalo. Still warm. There's no fires going on this time of year. Well, uh, there will be in that part. There will lot. be a fire. So, I, you know, everything with the Pittsburgh Steelers is now settled. TJ Watt is back. The defense is settled. Um, but do they have the same defense that Pittsburgh used to have? And will Buffalo be looking to goon their way through the first win? Ryan, Listen, what do you think? I, I am going to go Buffalo to cover this for a few reasons. Number one, Bill's Mafia is going to be in that stadium. That place is going Costco to be, tables will be smashed. Be insane. There, might, there will be more deaths at the Bills game than any yeah. other game this, this year. They'll not be reported, yeah, sure. but there'll be a bunch of deaths. Non-COVID and, related. And there will... 
Um, that, that I just think uh, Big Ben in that offensive line, even Big Ben in a, in a recent press conference was like, yeah, it's going to be a work in progress, which mm-hmm. doesn't bode well for confidence no. when you're when you're quarterback saying that, you know, you got a brand new offensive line that wasn't great even yeah. last year. So who knows it's going to be? You got receivers where you have Juju, who's always just he's doing the milk crate challenge or doing something yeah. instead of Playing being football. the number one receiver and getting that contract he desires. Um and, and the defense, which is great in the front seven, but that secondary can get beat. And the fact that Josh Allen and that Buffalo offense, they want to show that crowd what they missed last year. They're going to come out, spread it out, and Josh Allen's just going to pick them apart. Um, I think Big Ben will be able to keep this close because Najee Harris will be yeah. able to run. Uh, but I'm going to go Buffalo 30-20. Uh, to 20. Very 10-point victory there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Buffalo hometown crowd. Uh, you got all of Tonawanda uh, there, so as well. So you know uh, Pittsburgh has got a lot of. It's not the same eleven and zero start they're going to have that they had last year. They will have a lot of issues they're going to have to deal with. And it, you know, as you say, mentioned about that offensive line, that's going to struggle against Buffalo. Buffalo's running game is also going to struggle. I think it's going to be a struggle on both of the sides. I don't think there's going to be a Buffalo running game. I just, think they're just going to. It's going to be an absolute it. abandonment of it. You'll see it get a couple runs, but. I think they're going to spread spread them thin, just pick them apart, quick passes, don't let that pass. I, yeah. I just think Buffalo's the better team, and that offense really wants to show that. Josh Allen wants to show that that last year wasn't a fluke, yeah. and he is deserving of the money. So I think he's got something to prove. And Stefan Diggs, first game in, in Buffalo with fans. It's going to be good. <clears throat> He'll be digging it. I've got Buffalo to win this one 33, Pittsburgh 24, nine-point spread. Let's move on to our next game. Uh, the battle of uh, Darnold, pretty much. Ooh. His old team and his new team. The New York Jets are visiting the Carolina Panthers. Panthers favored in this one by four points with the over-under of 44. You know, people talk about the Jets. Uh, they are not the Jets that they were the last year. Um, you know, you, they've got a, a different front uh, line that they've got their front defense. And you've got Carolina, who you want, wonder about their O-line, if they're going to be able to protect themselves, because they do have a very weak O-line. So you wonder... Sam Darnold, is he going to be able to, you know, get rid of the ghosts in this one in it's, his home opener? It's funny because any other quarterback, this would be like a, ugh, let's yeah. just skip this game, talking about it. But it's actually now one of the more fascinating games of the season. Oh, not of, of the season. So of, week, of this week. It's, yeah. week, it's week Of one. the season. Of the season. Off, of yeah. this long season. Um, I think Darnold's going to want to go out there and light it up. Him and Rob, Robbie Anderson as well, who I think is a yeah. really good sneak. He's going to be like a good DFS guy, I think. They'll yeah. probably get somewhat cheap. Um, I just think the Jets, with those injuries they've suffered, um, with McCaffrey coming back ready to absolutely tear it up, he's going to go against the depleted Jets defense. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson's got to go on the road for his first start. Like Everything about this smells. Carolina wants to show, Matt Rule wants to show he's got a new a new scheme, and he wants to show that this can work with Sam Darnold. So I, I think I'm all in with the, card, uh, with the Panthers this game. I think it's just a bit too much, and the Jets just don't have the talent and it's just the the crowds are going to be back. It's going to spook BYU. Even yeah. when he played last year, he barely played with yeah. the crowds. So uh, I'm going to go with Carolina to win this uh, 27 to 14. Bit of a blowout there. Yeah. 13 point blowout there. I actually see the Jets keeping this a bit closer. Um, I think their defense should be able to put a little bit of pressure on that weak offensive line of Carolina. Um, look, Zach Wilson is going to have a chance to run around, throw the ball. The Jets running game, we're going to see what what turns what that turns into as well. 
Will Carolina be able to stop? I don't see this being a big scoring game, uh, but I do have uh, the Jets to win. Yeah, I think McCaffrey's going to go off. I think McCaffrey's going to be well, but I think he's still going to struggle. And going against them this week in one of my leagues. Well, I've got Carolina to win this one, 26. New York Jets, 23. The Jets to cover this one. Uh, let's move into the big stinker, the real stinker. Uh, let's get the stinkers out of the way. Yeah. Jacksonville at Houston. Oof. Jacksonville three-point favorites in a 45.5 point over under. You sort of look and go, Houston, who's left? Because they have a problem. Uh, whereas Jacksonville, you know, they've got a pretty bad O-line as well. When you brought a uh, quarterback in like Trevor Lawrence, how are you going to protect him? Uh, so, And Houston's defense is probably the only thing they got. Yeah, this is a tricky one because – is it – where is it? Is it in Houston? It is in Houston. It's in Houston. So – Houston, to me, could be like an 0-17 team. But yeah. this is like week one. You come out and get that first win. This could be it. Tyron Taylor, you know, as limited as he is when it gets to big games, he's a very confident quarterback. Yeah. He had a couple good seasons with Buffalo. So I won't, like, I shit on him because he's limited and he yeah. can't win you lots of games. Um, but he can beat Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, I just, I just think... I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to go with the upset. Right. I'm going to go Houston gets their first victory. I think Tyron will just be a calming presence. Again, it's it's um, Lawrence on the road. It's yeah. I don't think – I think they have a suspect defense that could give up. Um, so I'm going to go with it. to be very – not a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 24-20. I – I think Jacksonville is going to win this one only based on James Robinson pretty much running them down, and Houston will get too tired on that one. I agree. You know, this is a good thing for Tyrod Taylor because he actually is a veteran. I'm going to pick Houston probably all year. He's the only veteran. And, you know, when you've got this and you've got Urban Meyer, welcome to the NFL kind of play, you go, yeah, this could be the chance that they actually do throw it down on them. And as we said, Houston has been dogged by everything. You know, the Deshaun Watson, all of these problems, and you sort of go, Okay, well, we got nothing to lose. Maybe See, maybe this is the week that we are. And I it. think they hear the disrespect, right? Sure. They hear that they're going 0 16, that they're a terrible team. So if ever you're going to come out fired up to beat again, I think this is the week. This is the only time I'm picking Houston. This is the only time. Well, I'm picking Jacksonville to win this one 28 to 20. Cover the spread. I just think that James Robinson is going to be too much for this one. Let's move on to the game that I think is going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Uh, this one is going to be t- tons of points just because they pretty much have no defense. Arizona at Tennessee. Tennessee favored by three points in this one. Mm. If you're talking about fantasy, you got to talk about Hopkins, uh, wide receiver for Arizona, who basically has just been lighting it up when it comes oh, to yeah. fantasy points. Um, but Tennessee, you sort of wonder, do they have the old line to be able to, to keep it up? Well, listen, first of all, they got De- they got Derrick Henry. They got A.J. Brown. They got Julio Jones. Ryan Tannehill is very underrated. I was going to try and get him in a bunch of drafts, but... I took other quarterbacks instead, even though yeah. I'm talking him up and I don't even pick him. But he's been fantastic. Like, he has been massively underrated and been having a great year. So I'm going to go with um, – I just don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury. I'm going to go with Variables, the better coach. They got the the big – they don't really – again, Arizona's rushing game with what? Connor doesn't really yeah. excite me. Um, their defense is a bit suspect, but I'm going to go with Tennessee to win this uh, 27-23. I, I'm i calling for an upset in this one. I like Arizona in this one. Uh, I think Arizona, Kyler Murray, you know, adding the, the, the wide receiver situation that he has there, adding an A.J. Green, which no one's really thinking about, but for DraftKings, if you join our DraftKings Because we've been burnt before. They have been burned, but for three grand or 3500 in DraftKings, he's well worth it. Um, 
I just think there's going to be tons of points because these defenses are pretty weak. I think they're just going to be slugging it out. It's going to be one of those 80s boxing matches where they're just throwing haymakers Rocky. at each other. Um, I actually have this one, Arizona winning this one, 35-30. to 30. I, I, I think pl- tons of points in this one, tons of fantasy points. Uh, again, dr- join our DraftKings leagues and our contest. Play along with those. But I've got a 35-30 to 30 Arizona. The game that sort of I, I really would... Would like to see and watch uh, this one. It's the Chargers at Washington, Battle of AFC and NFC. But this one to me is are two teams that are plucky, that that have a chance to make the wild card in playoffs, as far as I'm concerned. Chargers, Justin Herbert visiting, unfortunately, the, the yeah. <laughs> sickest defenses in the across the board. Just a sick, just Montez Sweat, Chase Young, just horrible uh, defense. Um, and maybe Eckler's their only hope. Washington uh, favorite in the, or this one is a pick'em actually. It's forty-four and a half points. It's in Washington. It's a really tough. Fitz game. magic in September uh, with that running back. Uh, you know, it's a very difficult thing, but um, to me, this is going to be an exciting game. Uh, yeah, you know what? It really is. I think I'm going to go with the Redskins. It's Redskins. The Washington yeah, Football uh, Team. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, they call them the San Diego. You're not woke. As well. yeah. You need to wake up need to do some sensitivity training. We're going to have to. Um, okay, I'm going to go with. Washington football team. I just think um, the crowd, yeah, that, that offensive, the offensive line on the Chargers is, is still a bit new. They got yeah. drafted a couple guys, brought in a couple new faces. I think Herbert going with that is just going to be a lot. You got Eckler's hamstrings, a bit of an issue yeah. that they've been talking about. Um, and I just think it's going to be tough for Herbert. West Coast teams coming East Coast, that that is a thing. And I think Washington saw that Dallas loses their opener, so they got a chance to jump a game up yeah. on them in the division. All that comes together with just not... But I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to go uh, 27-24 for Washington. But I think Fitz... Fitz has a little bit of Fitz magic to start the season. But he's going to be under pressure, too, because I yeah. think a lot of people are underrating how good that Chargers D can be. If with Derwin Joey James Bosa? and Joey Bosa, yeah. I think they're underrated. They could come at Fitz. So. I, that's one thing I, I think Fitz is going to have to worry about, is that Joey Bosa, healthy, starting this season, coming at him with vigor. You know, that def- that offensive line trying to stop Bosa and all of those guys coming across the line is going to be very difficult for him. He's going to have to get rid of it. On the flip side, Herbert is going to have to face not only one of the toughest fronts in football, but a, an amazing secondary. Guys, that if you you throw that ball up, man, and it, it's it's up too long, that's gone. So I actually have Washington winning this one as well. I have Washington winning this one in a, in a low game, 24-22. Battle of the Birds brings us on next as the Philadelphia Eagles and the underrated and people throwing down hate on Jalen Hurts this year. Uh, and you've got Atlanta, three-point favorites in this one. Stone it. Uh, Atlanta at home, uh, you know, obviously last season they were putting up leads and blowing leads. Um, they're three-point favorites in this one and a 48-and-a-half-point over-under. Uh, Battle of the Birds, Ryan, who do you like? Oh, on? I like the Falcons. I, I think I'm going to bet on this one. Um, I, I think... We're going to see a little bit of Kyle Pitts. I think we're going to see a bit of the Kyle Pitts show in the first game. Just show what he can do. And they're going to really try and use that. I think Philly's just doesn't have the... I don't think they have the defense. I think Hurts and Miles Sanders can impress you. Miles Sanders, when healthy, is, is an excellent player. And on the turf, I think he could do some damage. But I just think the Falcons took so many bad losses. Who just every, Everyone just kind of writes them off immediately. I think Matt Ryan wants to come out and show... That they're not they're not dead yet in that division. So I'm gonna go with the Falcons to win uh twenty seven twenty. Ryan has them covering it. Uh I and uh, our Atlanta fans, I'm sorry, I don't think you're gonna win this one. 
Uh, and the reason being your pass rush absolutely sucks. And you've got, you know, a, a quarterback in Jalen Hurts who scrambles a lot, who runs a lot, who throws on the ball. Now, look, they've got a few good linebackers going to stop him from going too far. But I still see him. You know, I really like Devonta Smith. I think this is going to be a time that's going to show up for him. As you said with Miles Sanders, there's reasons to hate Philadelphia. And as a Bears fan, there's reasons for loads of reasons for me to hate Philly. But I don't hate them this year. I think that they're, they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think this is going to be a first big win for them. I think Hertz has the people that he needs. He didn't start the season last year because obviously he thought it was someone else's team. Now it's his team. Of all the little guys out there, he's the little guy I'm cheering for. I've got Philadelphia to win this one 31-28. Uh, moving on to the lackluster bowl. Uh, it's the Seattle Seahawks, who everyone is maybe hoping is going to do well this I year. I think this could be a good game. I would well, call at Indianapolis, I will be watching this one on Red Zone. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think this is going to be fun. I Seattle like, is favored by three points. Yeah, I really like that. I'm going to take Seattle on on that bet. Because uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm going with just the better offense, right? We don't know what this offense of Carson Wentz is going to be. You know, T.Y. Hilton's out there. Number one receiver is Michael Pittman Jr. Like, that just doesn't scare me. Um, at all. So especially on the other side when you got Lockett and DK Metcalf, Chris Carson's healthy, and then you got Russell Wilson. Like, I'm mean, is as bad as their defense has been. I'm sure it's gonna be a bit better than it can't be as bad as it was last year. Yeah. So and I just don't know what Carson Wentz I'm gonna get. I don't think it's gonna be the MVP form. So I'm going with the better offense and I'm going with uh Seattle to win thirty to twenty three. Thirty to twenty three. I really like Indianapolis at home here. To me, Seattle, they're still they're putting all these things together, but they don't have it yet. And Russell Wilson, there's a lot of pressure on him. It's also Indianapolis's defense, which, you know, look, they kept games tight last year. You do not put a lot of points on that defense, and their offensive line has kept uh, pressure health. You know, Carson Wentz healthy, or they will keep him healthy this year. I don't know. Maybe he – I think it's like watching Alex Smith go back. You're just like, oh, is he going to die? Oh, it's going to happen. Um, it's going to be one of those games, but I've got Indianapolis winning this one 28-24. Indianapolis winning the home and getting the upset. Uh, moving on to the middle bowl. It is a Minnesota team whose defense continues to struggle against Cincinnati. Hey, where's your O-line? you got a quarterback. Joe Burrow, can you hear me? Uh, minus three, favored for Cincinnati with an over-under of 47.5. Joe Burrow, is he back? Is he just going to be scared? I think it's that's a tough game. I actually picked Minnesota's defense up to stream this week because I had I had like Pittsburgh's. I needed a defense. And I think Joe Burrow, I still don't know. I First, I have no faith in Zach Taylor. I think we mentioned that last last mm-hmm. podcast. Um, I think Joe Burrow is still going to be a bit tentative. you got Jamar Chase who's dropping balls everywhere. Nothing feels... Like, they're moving in the right direction. So, um, I'm, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Zimmer's a good coach. He's going to get him back. That offense with Cousins going to throw it around the field. Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson. It's like, I'll take that over Cincinnati. Is I still need to see what Burrow can do. So, I'm going to go. They're, I think they're going to win quite easily, to be honest with you. I'm going to go 33 um, to 24. Big win. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Cincinnati being favored in this one, it doesn't seem like they've looked at the lines. Look, both of these defenses do... No, Minnesota's stuff. favored by Minnesota's three. favored by three. Oh, I oh sorry. Minnesota yeah. favored by oh, three. Oh, I did. If, it was, if you had yeah. Cincinnati, I definitely did Yeah, no, Minnesota that. by three. Uh, yeah, so this one, I mean, look, Minnesota being favored by three at Cincinnati. Again, yeah, I. it's a tough game, but I, I, I think Dalvin Cook can really make a difference in this one. Uh, obviously, the running game, but, you know... They still have really bad secondary Minnesota. And so I think the problem is they're going to get scored points on. They can get torched deep. And that's the problem is Joe Burrow can torch you deep. 
So I see this is back and forth, low, low, but I've got Minnesota winning this one by one point. I've got Cincinnati to cover. I've got Minnesota winning 24-23. Last game of the 6 o'clock set. Uh, very exciting one, unless you're a Lions fan. San Francisco 49ers. You see Dan Campbell rip his shirt off like the Hulkster yeah. at, at halftime. Just because all the caffeine. <laughs> need the defibrillators on him. Uh, this line started at 7, went to 7.5. Now it's gone to 8 points, uh, which is good betting value if you're looking at it. San Francisco finally has all their guys together. They're all healthy. Uh, and Detroit has pretty much no one and nothing to lose. Yeah. Does this make a difference when you're playing at home? I, I got to go with San Fran on this one, just for the fact that we, ne- we I don't even remember the last time we've seen a healthy San Francisco yeah. team. It feels like forever. So now Kyle Shanahan, no excuses. You got your great defense. They still have that great defense. I think Nick Bosa coming back is going to be wreaking havoc uh, back there. Uh, Fred Warner, linebacker. And now they got, no, they're going to run it down the throat. They got Mostert. Detroit's yeah. a terrible defense. And then you got Kittle, Debo Samuel. There's just, I think Shanahan's going to want to show that, hey, San Fran's. So I think Detroit's got nothing. I got no faith in Dan Campbell or basically whoever their receivers are. They lost Galladay. They didn't really replace him with anything. I feel bad for Goff, but I'm going to go uh, San Fran winning this easily, 34-17. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. I mean, yeah, Detroit, I, I, obviously they're in our division, so I don't want to see them do too well. But I do. I don't want to see them go lose every game. I think No, they, they will lose every game. But... I think in this game, you know, there's a lot of people saying, oh, this could be a surprise one because San Francisco historically starts out slow. I don't think so. Uh, you know, you're going to go into Detroit, beat the crap out of them, push them around. I think there will be a few plays where Detroit shows themselves uh, to be a bit of a fun, inspirational team. But San Fran all the way in this one. I've got them winning 30-13. to 13. We move on to our 9 p.m. games, 9.25 here in the U.K. If you wonder why I'm calling it 6 and 9, it's because we're in England. That's why it's called <laughs> NFL in London, the podcast. Two Canadians here running this. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about this game, though. It is on Sky Sports. If you don't watch Sky Sports, you can also watch it on... Well, you can't watch it on Game Pass in the UK. <clears throat> we're talking Cleveland Browns. Get a VPN. Get a VPN. No, you didn't hear that from us. <clears throat> or at visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs favored by 5.5 points. 56.5 point is the over-under. This is going to be an exciting game. Look, the Browns have one of the probably the best offensive line in football. Baker Mayfield feeling good. And the Chiefs are back, and they are ready after Ooh. seeing the last time we saw Patrick Mahomes, he was running for his life. Yeah. So it's, now, Cleveland, this is going to be an exciting game. Okay, yeah, this this is what, what Cleveland are we going to see. Is the hype real? Can they really? Because even though Cleveland almost beat them in the playoffs, you know, Mahomes, Chad Henney was playing quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, right? Let's not forget that. So I think, again, Mahomes, after that beatdown, do you think they're just going to want to just struggle? Mm-hmm. They don't want that Super Bowl hangover. Yeah tag that everyone seems to get this is a, a very very difficult game to predict but i'm gonna go with the chiefs um to win but i think i think they're gonna cover i think they're gonna win by seven i just think they got too many weapons but i think they're and the offensive line has to really work together because they spent a ton of money on that uh so i'm gonna go with the chiefs to win uh 30 to 24 I'm pretty much on the same page with you. I, I, you know, it's in Kansas City. Those fans are rabid, insane. You know, it's still nice and warm this time of year, of course. Way to cook it up. Uh, there'll be lots of barbecue, lots of excitement, and, and the fans are going to be the difference, I think, in this one. Cleveland is going to have, you know, these two are going to face each other again in the postseason, I'm sure. But for this game, I've got Kansas City winning this one. I've got them winning 33-26, seven-point victory. This game will be another good game. We're talking an AFC matchup of the Miami Dolphins visiting the New England Patriots. 
Giving the Patriots favored by three points. Mac Jones has never played a professional NFL I know, game but he's going, to the Hall, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Going to the Hall of Fame. Haven't you heard? The hype of Mac Jones. Listen, I'm excited to watch sure. Mac Jones. I'm excited to watch this game because I think two overs Mac Jones is really going to be fun to watch. I don't know. Again, this is the NFL is changing. So the statuesque quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know, people think just like this is just an easy transition from Brady to Mac Jones. It's yeah. going to work just as well. There's going to be some problems. You're going up against the number one turnover defense of last yeah. year. Brian Flores is going to be coming at them. He knows Bill yeah. Belichick. Oh, yeah. He, they've been, so he's one of the few that actually have worked out from the Belichick tree. Um, so I think Matt Jones, as good as he is, I think he's going to struggle uh, this game. I think he's going to find it a bit difficult because, again, I don't think they have the weapons that like, they got Xavier and Howard who can cover anyone on their mm-hmm. team. Um, so I think I, I could see a Miami upset here, but I will go with New England uh, just because I think Belichick, it's in New England, yeah. and they, they're usually really good. They've been having enough time to prepare, and I think Belichick really wants to make a statement coming out after Brady wins the Super Bowl. I think if he comes out losing yeah. after Brady just did that on Thursday and won the Super Bowl, uh, he's going to just not yeah. even, he's going to be punching we mirrors. Were, we're, we're, he's going to be punching yeah. mirrors in his house. So I'm going to go with the Pats uh, to win. Uh, not a real high score. I'm going to say 23-17. I have him punching mirrors because I have Miami winning this one. Um, look, you've got Tua, but uh, as we said, Mac has never played a professional game in his life. And it's one thing. Bill can create all the plays that he wants. But when someone gets to you, <laughs> when you start getting frazzled and... You saw it in Darnold, and he was seeing ghosts. You see it in ghosts, but you, you just... And Flores is one of those guys who's going to throw everything at you. He's going to throw it, and he's going to mix it all around just to really do impact, to stir up these guys. And I think he's going to do maximum effect. You know, the other thing is people are saying, oh, Miles Gaskin, he can't run, he can't run. Well, we'll see. Let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan. I'm, you know what? But he's he's a September lover. And let's New see England's got a great offensive line. They have a great... So Damian Harris could, yeah. could be really good. So I think... They're going to be able to give Mac Jones enough time to, to hit his, hopefully hit his tight ends, which is what they're good at. Hopefully they will, but I've got Miami winning this one, 27-24, three-point victory. Uh, let's move on to this one. Uh, not an exciting game. you got the Denver Broncos, three-point favorites over the New York Giants. New York Giants hoping to turn things around. Saquon, he's back, but is he really? 41.5 points is the over-under in this one. New York pretty much has the worst offensive line in the game. So, how are they going to protect Daniel Jones against uh, uh, this Denver team, which is, the front seven is insane. Like, they are very fast. They're very, I I really just, I see this being a beating. In really? All right, well, this is funny because I'm going. You're going Giants. My upset of are the you? week. Okay. I'm going Giants. I'll tell you. All right. I'll tell you why. September 11th is today. The uh-huh. 20th anniversary of September 11th. So, that there's going to be a lot of emotion. So, the Jets are going to play well, too? Yeah. <laughs> You know, they're not in New York. This is going to be in New York. So okay. there's going to be a lot of the emotion to win it for the city. I really believe that these, these things are playing come New into Jersey, play. though. Yeah, I know. But still, you can still see it. You can see it across. The towers from Jersey. Yeah, um, I'm, I just think Teddy Bridgewater just doesn't inspire me. I think if you, I think Daniel Jones really needs to come out. I think Saquon's going to play better than people think. I think a lot of people are just written him off being like, oh, I don't know about him. Forget, he was the number two overall pick. If his knee's healthy, he's one of the most dangerous running backs yeah. in the league. I think Daniel Jones, Galladay said he's going to play. I think this is just an opportunity for him to really show up. I, I do think Denver is a good D, and I think Denver is this sexy pick, but I just don't. I don't literally like Fangio. He doesn't inspire me, and Bridgewater's your quarterback. It's like... 
Great. And then even at running back, there's talk of a rookie coming in and Melvin Gordon. I think this is an upset special. So I'm going to go with the Giants. um, 23-20 upset. Yeah, I just have this defense defensive line coming and smoking uh, Daniel Jones. And and it's hard to get the... You know, if you can't get the ball to Saquon or if he's getting smoked behind the line. Uh, Look, Teddy Bridgewater, this is a good team for him. I think it's a good fit. You know, people wrote him off when he was in Carolina, but he can move the ball. And this is, I think this is a good chance for him. There's the, the, the ceiling is so low for him because there was all this talk about bringing Aaron Rodgers that there's really, you know, there's nothing for him to lose, I think, in this one. It's, it's going to be for them. You say it's in New York, but I think this is going to be good. They're going to be ready. And I've got New York or Denver to win this one 28-18. They don't win. The terrorists have won. The terrorists won. That's fine. They so already they have to win this. The Taliban have taken over Afghanistan. I think we already exactly. know And there's another reason why, right? Mm-hmm. The Taliban have just taken it back. So this is even bigger stakes. This so is, I this feel is even, the red versus the boost. Sleepy feel, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. I feel even more confident now. Okay. Well, let's see how it goes. <laughs> Speaking of confidence, the confidence is probably not running in New Orleans where this game is going to be playing. Where is it going to be played? Uh, well, this one is... Uh, at they, the high school they did the move it. They did move it because of the hurricane. So the hurricane is obviously going to have an effect uh, as a result. Um, but you've got Green Bay at New Orleans. Four points. Favorites for Green Bay. 49.5 point is the over-under. Uh, this is the last dance, obviously, as we know, for, for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he has to win it all or else it's a failure. Um, <laughs> yeah. New Orleans... Who have they got? Well, right. no, listen. First off, New Orleans still has a really good defense. Um, very strong. Marshall Lallet Moore. They got Cameron Hayward. Um, Bradley Robbie, but he can't play. Cameron Jordan, sorry, not Cameron Hayward. Um, I think Jameis is going to be better than people think. I actually think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to a field goal at the end because I think Jameis is going to be able to rein in some of that insanity they threw. Yeah. Um, Thirty picks. Um, but I think with with. The Packers. It's just now Rodgers. I think he well, he's pissed off. He pissed him off again. He's yeah. going to come out, but I think on the road, I think emotions are going to be high again. I'm I'm feeling that I'm working off pure emotions for Week One. Sweet emotions. I'm going to come back into reality when yeah, I yeah. Like Three, with your heart, three yeah. For, three for 12 or He's something. You're 20% starting week one. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to straight, but I'm betting with my heart. All right. This, but heart I still, I think Green Bay is going to win, but I think it's going to be a really close game. So I'm going to say um, 34-31 Green Bay. It's the hurricane that has the effect on me. It's just on players, on teams, on everyone. It's it's that jostling. It's moving you around. It's the uncertainty. It's you're thinking of your family at home. Those kind of things get into the kitchen of everyone. So, you know... And again, Green Bay is going to come out firing. I don't have them playing this way all year, but I think uh, in this sort of justice role that he's going to come out, uh, I don't think New Orleans' defense, I think their secondary is, is not as good. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of options for Aaron Rodgers to pick them apart. Uh, unfortunately, I'd love to see New Orleans win, but I have Green Bay winning this one 35-28. Moving to my game. Uh, that's right. We are visiting Los Angeles. Uh, Chicago Bears visiting the Rams 7.5-point favorites. What has happened to our defense? Uh, it's the defense of old. Oh, it's not the defense of new. Um, the offensive line has been improved. Uh, and, you know, we'll probably see Justin Fields pop in at some point. Um, but it's Andy Dalton's game to lose. Yeah. And he probably will. I think will. this is going to be a beatdown, to be honest with you. I think there's a couple of... Re- Again, it's the first game in SoFi that's had crowd there. So LA is going to be pumped. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Stafford and Vic Vey together, that whole storyline of just, they want to go and put on a show for the home crowd, show that this is a different team. We're back to being the Rams of old. Now that I got a quarterback who can sling it everywhere. Um, again, I think 
just Dalton's just going to be under threat. Aaron Donald's going to be coming for him. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if we see Fields in before the end of this game, to be honest with you. I think it's they're going to it's going to get pretty ugly pretty quick. So I'm going to go with um, 38 to 17. I'm going to go with a beat wow, down. A real beating. A real, a real beat down. I, feel, I, yeah. I just don't feel I think the Bears are a bit of a mess. And if they had Fields, I'd probably make it a bit closer. I, and look, I think Fields is going to play. Uh, and, you know, Andy Dalton, um, you know, we're giving him a chance. We'll see what happens. It is against a tough defense. Uh, you know, trying to get the running game would be one thing. But I think it's also using Fields' ability to dink and dunk and get that ball out there will also help us. Um, yes, I have picked the, the Rams to go all the way this year. And yes, it's not a good good game for us to start no, with. No. Uh, especially in fantasy because I picked Matt Stafford uh, in so many of my fantasy... Uh, well, that makes... They'll make it more enjoyable then to yeah, watch. It was, yeah, <laughs> I'm scoring team, my as long as you're getting points I've got a few. I've got a few conflicts this week. And uh, always fantasy advice, don't load up on too many games. If you load up on one game and that game doesn't go well, you don't get many points. No. Um, so I've got the Bears to lose by seven in this one. I think we're going to cover. That's a seven and a half point. I think we're going to cover. I think, I've got Rams to win thirty to twenty-three. Last-minute heroics. I think we'll hold them off, uh, and our defense will be able to do something. Final game of Week One. That's right. And again, if you're going to watch Week One, folks, uh, Old Street uh, Sports Bar and Girl Old Street is open until one a.m. Uh, last call is at midnight, so you get all your drinks in. So you can catch the end of the game. Uh, Sports Bar and Grill Clapham is open till 11. You can watch the first games there. And the Princess Alex in Crouch End is open until 1 as well, so you can watch the late games there. Uh, the late game, although this one, no one will probably be showing this one. And I don't, yeah. know, if I'm gonna sit, I don't know if anyone wants to sit and watch this one. Baltimore Ravens and their running game. I'll watch it the next day, yeah. I will watch the next game. And the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Baltimore Ravens favored by 4. Uh, 50.5 is the over-under. First big game at the Raiders uh, to play at the stadium. Uh, it's going to be exciting for everyone in Las Vegas to see this, and Baltimore, whose running game has been cut at the knees, literally and figuratively. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be. I think yeah, and even not even that, they lost Marcus Peters mm-hmm. as well to a torn ACL. Um, I'm going to go with another upset this Ooh. year. I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, this year. I, I think, was thinking this. I think playing uh, again, playing their first game in Vegas, that atmosphere, yeah. the black hole. I think the Baltimore. You got to be coming into this game a bit of shell shock, being like. Nervous, like, am I going to tear my knee? Yeah, my neck? sure. Is there these people who probably on the team who believe in curses yeah. and shit like that? Like, I just think this is just what they've had to deal with this whole entire week, and then have to play on the road. I think they have to put it basically all in um, Lamar's hands when doesn't have a lot of receivers. Yeah. Um, it's it's just a no running game at all. So well, who's going to Le'Veon Bell and so Latavius I, Murray? And I think, and I think the Raiders, John Gruden knows that this. Uh, and Mike Mayock, they know they got to win. Yeah. So I think this is an opportunity at home. I think Waller going to have go off. Waller's going to be good. So I'm going to go with the Raiders with a little bit of an upset here. Uh, I'm going to go 26 to 23, the Raiders. You know, I was thinking about that as well, and and you know, I I thought this would be a good chance for Vegas or Vegas to get their first win, but you know, it does come down to Lamar. It does come back to his heroics. It does come back to him being able to make plays happen. He's a young guy that can make things happen, and having you know, Le'Veon Bell and Latavius Murray now step in for his running backs. Look, they'll get some. They'll get some yards. They're a little old, and sure, it's on um, the fantasy from about five years ago. But <laughs> yeah. I actually like Baltimore in this one only because you know there is a lot of pressure on them. This is the game because I do think Las Vegas is going to make this tough. But Baltimore will overcome them if they're not able to overcome them. You're going to have to ask, how can you overcome anyone else this season? So I've got Baltimore to win this one, thirty-one to twenty. 
Uh, again, folks, if you want to join and play along with us in DraftKings, we've got DraftKings contests, free ones. We've got a Bucket Chuck one, which is a dollar. And also our week three DraftKings contest, folks, we will be giving away two tickets uh, to the Battle of Florida, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins playing at Tottenham Stadium. Play against us in our week three contest. The winner will get two tickets. Uh, very exciting. Ryan won before. Uh, you could win sometime as well. That's it for the podcast, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy week one, yes. and we'll be back next week to talk about everything that happened. Go Bears!